You can do it! Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today we take a quick trip over to Toronto for Pixar's Turning Red. Let's go. I'm Maylin Lee. I wear what I want, say what I want, 24-7, 365. This is going to be the best year ever, and nothing's going to get in my way. Is everything okay? I'm a gross red monster! This happened already? Our ancestors had a mystical connection with red pandas. Are you kidding me? This little quirk brought us in our family. <laughs> Do you know how dangerous this is? You'll get whipped up into a frenzy and panda all over. <laughs> a 13-year-old girl named Mei Lin turns into a giant red panda whenever she gets too excited. Written by the team of Domi Shi, Julia Cho, and Sarah Stryker, and directed by Domi Shi, Turning Red stars Rosalie Shang as Mei Lin, Sandra Oh as Ming, Ava Morse as Miriam, Hyan Park as Abby, Matreyi Ramakrishnan as Priya, and features Orion Lee, Wai Ching Ho, and Tristan Alaric Chen. Turning Red is your newest entry from Disney Pixar, and it sees us, the viewer, transported to the magical land of Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And boy, do we know that it was set in Canada. Ah, the Great White North, where all citizens regularly wear maple leaves, eat fresh Timbits at our breakfast tables, and of course, pay for things only in blue $5 bills. In case you couldn't tell by my rant there, yes, the, quote, Canadianisms in this movie really bothered me after a while. I don't know what you're talking about. Hey. This movie is supposed to be set in the year 2002, so of course don't be alarmed when you see a group of young girls fiending for $200 concert tickets to see their favorite boy band. It's gonna be me. It seems a little steep to me, but that also wasn't my childhood. So in the immortal words of Seymour Skinner, Am I so out of touch? No. It's the children who are wrong. But those are pretty minor complaints for what is really a fun movie. By now, you know what to expect out of Pixar's animation team. You're going to get bright colors, detailed characters, beautiful scenery, and all of that is, of course, present in Turning Red. One big highlight is the sheer amount of diversity they've added with the background characters. They really do encapsulate Canada in those moments. The voice acting is solid, with Abby being my favorite character, just due to her never-ending intensity, but the rest of the actors are all great. The music is a good mix of original boy band pop music and a solid original score. The 100-minute runtime also puts it in the perfect range. The story itself is a fairly common coming-of-age story mixed with a giant red panda. And by coming-of-age story, of course I mean puberty. And I know you got it just from the trailer alone. The panda is just a symbol of her body going through changes. And of course, those changes are normal. And if you don't think giant red pandas are wonderful, beautiful creatures, it's because you're wrong and there's nothing wrong with being wrong. I give Turning Red an A. It's warming up, so the toques are coming off, and you better look good when you do, so go to a professional and get it done right. The team at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. Walk-ins are always welcome, or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Let's get into movie news you can use, and let's get into the old shuffling release dates. Warner Brothers recently announced a number of changes to upcoming projects. Starting off with DC League of Super Pets, starring Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart. Sorry, you were saying something. How much did you have to drink? I had two toilet bowls 
and a bidet. Bidet, too, which is, which is crazy. I didn't even know that was a thing, but it's like a dog water fountain. Shifting from May 22nd to July 29th. Black Adam will shift from July 29th to October 21st. The Flash is moving from November 4th to June 23rd of 2023. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom shifting from December 16th to March 17th of 2023. Wonka shifting from March 17th, 2023 to December 15th of 2023. Shazam! Fury of the Gods surprisingly moves up from June 2nd, 2023 to December 16th of 2022. And finally, Meg 2, The Trench, starring Jason Statham, has been set for August 4th of 2023. In other upcoming projects, the latest Halloween sequel, Halloween Ends, has officially wrapped production, according to co-producer Ryan Turek. The project is being directed by David Gordon Green, who previously directed Halloween and Halloween Kills, from a screenplay that he co-wrote with Danny McBride, Paul Brad Logan, and Chris Bernier. He did confirm that the events of this film will take place four years after the ending of Halloween Kills. Cardi B dropped out of her upcoming project Assisted Living mere days before production was supposed to start, which then shifted the project to an indefinite hold, meaning her actions have put hundreds of members of the cast and crew out of work. According to Cardi B, the reason she's vacating the project is that she's feeling overextended. Assisted Living, which was set to be directed by Themby Banks, followed a small-time crook named Amber, who Cardi B was supposed to play, who must go on the run after a heist goes wrong. The job leaves her accused of a crime she didn't commit, so she must escape the cops and her former crew by disguising herself as an elderly lady and hiding out in her estranged grandmother's assisted living facility. Due to the nature of her departure, it is expected that Cardi B will face some kind of legal ramification. With the release of The Adam Project on Netflix over this past weekend, it was announced that the director would once again team with Ryan Reynolds for his next project, which is Deadpool 3. But one day, your old pal Wade's gonna ask you to get back in the saddle again. And when he does, say yes. This was confirmed by Ryan Reynolds over Twitter, where he said the third film in my Sean Levy trilogy will be a tad more stabby. Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige did confirm that Deadpool 3 will be in fact rated R and will also be set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Film crews around Winnipeg have been busy filming David Harbour's upcoming project Violent Night, coming from Dead Snow director Tommy Wercola. The project also features John Leguizamo, Beverly D'Angelo, Alexis Lauder, and Edie Patterson. The project is set around a team of elite mercenaries who break into to a wealthy family compound on Christmas Eve, taking everyone inside hostage. But the team isn't prepared for a surprise combatant. Santa Claus, played by David Harbour, is on the grounds, and he's about to show why this Nick is no saint. Over in the smaller screen, Giancarlo Esposito has signed on to star in The Driver remake for AMC. The Driver will find Esposito starring as a taxi driver whose life is turned upside down when he agrees to chauffeur a New Orleans-based Zimbabwean gangster notorious for exploiting undocumented immigrants at the U.S. Southern Ports. The six-part series is expected to release on AMC and AMC Plus next year. Deadline also announced this past weekend that Prime Video is currently in negotiations with Sony to develop a TV series based on on their highly successful franchise, God of War. The series is being developed by Mark Fergus and Hawk Osby, the creators and executive producers of The Expanse, as well as Rafe Judkins, the showrunner and executive producer of The Wheel of Time. The series follows a Spartan warrior named Kratos, who is tricked by Ares, the God of War, into killing his family. You have disrespected the gods for the last time, Kratos. 
He sets off on a journey of vengeance that ends with him becoming the new god of war. Subsequent games found Kratos facing off against a variety of other gods and mythological beings, with the latest installment shifting the focus to Norse mythology. It was also announced that Peacock has given a series order to Twisted Metal, with Anthony Mackie starring and producing. The project is based on an original take by Deadpool and Zombieland screenwriters Rhett Reese and Paul Warnick, revolving around a motormouth outsider who is offered the chance at a better life, but only if he can successfully deliver a mysterious package across a post-apocalyptic wasteland. With the help of a trigger-happy car thief, he'll face savage marauders driving vehicles of destruction and other dangers on the open road, including a deranged clown who drives an all-too-familiar ice cream truck. And this time, I'm going to finish what I started. HBO Max has officially given the straight-to-series order for The Penguin, a spin-off series of The Batman that will see Colin Farrell reprising his role of Oswald Cobblepot. The series is expected to pick up where the Batman left off, with Colin Farrell quite excited to step back into the villainous shoes once more. He said, quote, The world that Matt Reeves created for the Batman is one that warrants a deeper gaze through the eyes of Oswald Cobblepot. I couldn't be more excited about continuing this exploration of Oz as he rises through the darkened ranks to become the Penguin. Matt Reeves also confirmed that the previously named Gotham PD Project and the Arkham Asylum Project are one in the same. He said, quote, the GCPD thing, that story has kind of evolved. We're actually now moving more into the realm of exactly what would happen in the world of Arkham coming off of our movie and some of the villain characters again in their origins. Pete Davidson is getting ready to play himself in a new series titled Bupkiss, coming from Lorne Michaels. Bupkiss is described as a raw, unflinching, fictionalized version of Pete Davidson's real life. It'll include a mixture of grounded storytelling with absurd elements depicting an unfiltered view through Pete's eyes. The project, which is being compared to Larry David's current your enthusiasm is said to feature an unapologetically unfiltered R-rated storytelling. Davidson is currently on leave from Saturday Night Live to film the Miramax horror thriller The Home and will next be seen in Bodies, 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 which will make its world premiere at South by Southwest. He also has another project called Good Morning With You on deck with Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox, as well as a project called Meet Cute that he would co-star in with Kaylee Cuoco. Netflix is in the middle of closing on the Gentleman TV series coming from Guy Ritchie. Ritchie co-wrote the pilot and will direct the first two episodes and will executive produce. Miramax TV is also producing alongside Moonage in the UK. The Gentleman film was released in 2019 and told the story of an American expat who tries to sell off his highly profitable marijuana empire in London, triggering plots, schemes, bribery, and blackmail in an attempt to steal his domain out from under him. In addition to Matthew McConaughey, the film also starred Colin Farrell, Charlie Hunnam, Henry Golding, Michelle Dockery, Jeremy Strong, and Hugh Grant. The project was originally planned as a TV series, so it looks like they're going to go back to their roots. With the project in early development, it's uncertain if any of the actors that starred in the feature film will reprise their roles, or when casting announcements were set to begin. Universal Studios has confirmed that construction on Super Nintendo World is currently underway with a planned opening in 2023. Super Nintendo World started in Japan in 2021, with the US version looking to transport theme park guests and Nintendo fans into the world of Mario, Luigi, and Princess Peach to become part of their compelling universe. Super Nintendo World will feature mind-blowing construction and creativity, where guests of the park can also enjoy new rides, interactive areas, dining experiences, and shopping opportunities. To celebrate 
celebrate the launch of the new park, Universal Studios Hollywood will see its feature presentation retail store taken over by Nintendo brand products. Guests will have a chance to gear up with merchandise such as Mario and Luigi-themed apparel, iconic character hats, and more. A selection of plush characters, including Yoshi, Mario, Bowser, and Luigi in a variety of sizes, will also be among the many fun items available for purchase. And finally, we end on a trailer and some great news following it. Disney spent last weekend releasing a trailer for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, and it is absolutely worth a watch. The fight is done. We lost. Stay hidden. Jedi cannot help what they are. Their compassion leaves a trail. The Jedi code is like an itch. He cannot help it. Where is he? As of now, Obi-Wan Kenobi is being set up as a six-episode limited series, but in a recent Entertainment Weekly cover story for the show, a possible season two was mentioned. Director Deborah Chow stuck to the limited series format by saying, quote, It was definitely conceived as a limited series, and it is one big story with the beginning, middle, and end. The approach has always been that is one full story. Later on in the story, Lucasfilm head Kathleen Kennedy confirmed that there have been discussions about a potential season two, saying, quote, It's certainly something we talk about, mainly because because everybody came together and had such an incredible time. Ewan had an incredible time, Hayden had an incredible time, so certainly from that point of view, everybody involved would love to see this not end. But we have to really spend our time asking the question, why would we do it? If we were to decide to do anything more with the Obi-Wan character, we'd have to really answer the question, why? Obi-Wan Kenobi releases on Disney Plus on May 25th, of 2022. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, people have all kinds of sides to them, May, eh? and some sides are messy. <laughs>